Welcome to Walking in His Word, Detroit, coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. Good morning, everybody. We are so excited because it's It's Friday. Friday. And if you're new to walking in his word, it is our favorite day of the week. Besides Sunday. Besides Sunday, that's right. It's our favorite day of the week. (laughs) It's our favorite day of the week. We're always very excited about Friday. And today we're wrapping up an incredible message about gratitude. This was uh, three different preachers bringing the word. It was awesome. And Pastor Luke, I had, a, I had a question for you. We were talking about gratitude as an offensive weapon. And I just wanted to know if there was one thing, if you could give our listeners like one point, you're like, hey, as an offensive weapon, this is the most important thing about gratitude, or this is one thing you should do. You know, offense, not not so much defense. We might get into that later if we play the next episode. But but as an offensive weapon, what's that one thing that you could leave our listeners with today? Don't be afraid to use thankfulness daily mm. as an offensive weapon. That's great. Don't be afraid to use it. I think about some people are afraid to to pick up the sword, yeah, and, and attack. Right. No, no. Attack the enemy. Tell him to get out and you're going to be thankful. Attack him every day. Mm, that's so good. I and love he, it. He'll run away. Man, that's awesome. All right. Let's head over right now. Just thanking God. And it didn't take me long to begin to be thankful for really small things that were really important to me. Lord, all my five of us are healthy. That's impossible. It, it's a, it, it, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, it's not uh, Tuesday. It's not super cold today. This is really nice. I was on my prayer walk. This, I'm, thank you, Lord, for this weather. And I just begin to thank God for the things, for the things. I could just as easily have spent my prayer time complaining to God about things. But I just chose to be thankful. And I can't tell you what it did to the spirit man that sometimes is small inside of me. It, it really grew. The spirit man grew, and I, it came alive, and it woke up early in the morning on my prayer walk, and the whole rest of the morning was just spent just being thankful for the wonderful things in my life. Just being offensive with your thankfulness. Start your day not with lies from the enemy and complaining coming from inside of you, but start your day with deliberately Fighting the enemy back with thankfulness. I woke up today. There's a hot shower today. There's a warm English McMuffin waiting for me at the McDonald's drive-thru. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, you could be thankful for things. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. The Detroit Lions are six and two. Thank you, Jesus. Miracle! Breakthrough! (laughs) (laughs) Philippians 4, verse 8. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Speaking words of thankfulness. Boy, that enemy runs away immediately. All those negative thoughts are all from the enemy. You can get rid of the enemy 
by just thinking on positive things. Gratitude, it allows you to take ground. It allows you to move forward. It's an offensive weapon. I challenge you to just end tonight as you fall asleep, thanking God for things in your life. You'll start to just smile. You'll go to bed laughing. You'll fall asleep laughing, not crying. Amen, church? A gratitude opens a door to God's presence. So start your day with thanks. Start your prayers with thanks. Gratitude will get your freedom. I told you, you think you have it bad? Just think about somebody else. Go ahead and think about Jonah. You think you got it bad right now? Just be thankful you're not inside a fish. And Jonah 2, verses 9 through 10, it says, But I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise, and I will fulfill all my vows, for my salvation comes from the Lord alone. Then the Lord ordered the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. Freedom. Get me out of this fish. Sometimes it does feel like we're living in a stinky, rotten fish, doesn't it? Well, you know, just begin to lift up your praise and to acknowledge where your salvation has come from. And that stinky, rotten fish will spit you out. You'll get the freedom you so desire. Gratitude, it gets you out of the fish. You know what else it does? It, it really does impact those around you, your community. I like the story in, in Acts chapter 27. Paul is on a boat with 276 people, and they had spent 14 days at, um, fighting a typhoon, hurricane, storm in the winter season. They could not get to shore, and the Lord finally gets a way for them to barely swim to shore. The, boat, the story in the Bible even says some men couldn't swim and so they just held on to a, a piece of wood and somehow kicked their way to the shoreline. And they all survived. And Paul says this in verse uh, 33. He says to them of Acts 27, it starts there. He says, just as day was dawning, Paul urged everyone to eat. You have been so worried that you haven't touched food for two weeks, he said. Please, eat something now for your own good, for not a hair of your heads will perish. Then he took some bread, gave thanks to God before them all, and broke off a piece and ate it. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat, all 276 of us who were on board. Your thankfulness will encourage so many around you. It will impact your community. We need more people who are thankful, I think. I really do think we need it. I want to finish with this story, and we're going to end with a worship song together. But there is a Swedish pastor. He's really awesome. His name is Joachim Lundquist. And he comes from a generation of Christians. And he tells a story when he was a high schooler, his grandma was in her 90s, and she had served the Lord and loved the Lord her whole life, and it finally came to the end of her life, and towards the end, she had this stroke, and the stroke took away her ability to, to speak, but she could speak two words, and two words only, and those words, for some reason, that she could speak were, thank you. 
And he says that he would frequently visit her at her house, especially after the stroke. And he had decided after school one day he was going to stop off at his grandma's house just to say hi. And he, he, he went into the house and he went into her room. And he says he walked into her room and she didn't know that he was there, but she was lying on her bed on her back, hands raised in the air. And all she was saying over and over again was, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And he says he, he didn't... He didn't expect it, but he had walked into a room and it was full of the presence of God. And she was worshiping Jesus with the only two words she could. And she, oh, thank you. And then she finally noticed he was there and she looked at him and goes, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, she stri- and he hugged her and he says, my grandma ended the last few months of her life just saying thank you. He says it was so <laughs> encouraging that he has said, Lord, that's how I want to leave this world saying thank you. Isn't that encouraging? Gratitude will force that thing out of your hand. Envy, anger, strife, grief. It'll force it out of your hand. Let's stand to our feet tonight. And as we do, I'll share this with you. And then we'll worship together. But I saw this commercial. And it was a commercial for a virus protection plan for your phone. And they were interviewing people on the street. And they were saying, asking them how much does your phone mean to you? And you got to, you know, we're, we're so obsessed with our phones, you know. And so they just were, oh, my phone is everything to me. It's everything to me. And the guy said, right now, I'll give you $2,500 cash if you throw your phone into the river. Nobody dared throw their phone into the river. And the final guy in the commercial heard the offer. He took that phone out of his pocket without even hesitating. He threw it into the river. And the guy was like, whoa, you're the first person to throw your phone into the river today. He says, $2,500, I'll go spend $500 on the phone. All my information's on the iCloud. I just got $2,000 cash. Woohoo! And he grabbed that money and ran. Ran. Thankful. But in order to do that, folks, he had to get that thing out of his hand that was holding him back from receiving $2,500. We got to, gratitude just says, gets that thing out of your hand. What, whatever you're holding on to, trust me, you're holding on to something. And gratitude just says, see ya. There is such a stark difference, Pastor Aaron, between people who are thankful and people who are unthankful. Yeah. I think about when I went off to college. Okay. I was very, very excited to go to college. Yeah. And I was surprised to meet people who absolutely hated <laughs> being there. Really? Yeah. It was uh, some people I've learned, their, I would learn their stories. Some people were, were raised by Christian parents and their parents essentially told them, hey, you can choose from these three colleges. We will pay for them. Right. It, 
oh, these are the only three that we'll pay for, though. Okay, gotcha. And one of them was like, they were all Christian colleges. Yeah. And, and so there would be students there who did not want to be at a Christian university, hated everything about it, but it was the only place their parents would pay for. Okay. And so the only reason they were there is because they didn't want to go into debt. Right. Gotcha. But they just hated everything about it. And wow. then there was other students there, maybe like me, who was like, I was so thankful to be there. Right. Everything about it, I absolutely loved. The professors, the teachers, the chapel services, the worship, everything, the prayer towers, just like absolutely everything. I was like, I'm at home. I'm home, baby. It right. Was like, it's, to me, it felt like the closest to like walking into heaven. Right. <laughs> just walking onto a Christian campus, just living there for four years. And... I was thankful, and they were not. And I'm telling you, there was such a difference in our experiences at college. Oh, I'm sure. Such a difference. And I want to just challenge everybody today that your situation, you might absolutely hate it, but it's probably somebody else's prayer request. Right. It's good. And I really want to encourage everybody out there today to really have a mindset, and a heart of thanks mm. for where you're at, what you're doing, who you're doing it with. That's so good. Find a, a chance to be thankful today. I love that. That's so good. Find a chance to be thankful today. Well, guys, we're going to wrap this week up. It's been an incredible week to be with you, uh, but we got one thing we want to let you know. We got church this Sunday. Awesome. Special Christmas services. Yep. It's going to be an incredible day at church. We'd love to see you out. You can get all the info you need. Cornerstonehighland.com. All right. We'll be right back here Monday morning, everybody. Walking, Walking in, in his, his word. word. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. If you would like more information on Cornerstone Church, such as service times, location, check out the website at cornerstonehighland.com or follow us on social media at cornerstonecc. We want to let you know we have services on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Everyone is invited, so join us this Sunday. If you can't make it, we also live stream our Sunday morning at 11 a.m. on our Facebook page as well as our website. Have a great day, Detroit!